Welcome to the Reverse Selling Podcast, where real estate agents, salespeople, and entrepreneurs come to learn the best tactics and strategies to grow their business. Hosted by the creator of the Reverse Selling Methodology, Brandon Morinan. In fact, in my latest letter from the heart, um, I was referring to Kobe Bryant and his passing. Gives me chills right yeah. now about it. And his mentality of you don't do it one month or two months. You do it three, four, five, six, yeah. seven, eight, nine, ten years oh. to really be great. Ten years. Who really wants it bad enough? My guest today not only is our top agent at our firm, she's the top one percent of all real estate agents across the country selling over $30 million in sales volume. And the best part, she's doing it mostly through relationships and referrals. So with me today, I've got the one and only Donna Sanford and Associates. Donna, welcome. Thank you so much, Brandon. It's really a pleasure to be here. You can see I've got Brooke and David, my husband over here with me here today, because it really is the and Associates. I love it. I love it. So before we jump into uh, the interview, Donna, really quick, how long have you uh, been in the business? Since 2011 as a broker. Yes. I love it. And give us just a quick, you know, uh, background about what you were doing before you got into real estate. Okay. Well, I spent 29 and a half years at General Motors. I was a GMI student back in the day. I was an engineer. And um, my last assignments, I was um, executive director of manufacturing engineering for general assembly operations. And then I was a plant manager over in England for four years, and then a plant manager in Warren, just south of the tech center at the Warren Transmission Plant. And that's what I was doing when we were going through bankruptcy. And I decided I wanted to get all my eggs in my own basket. And I've always loved real estate. And so when we got back from England, David started flipping houses in 2008, the bottom of the market, as most people remember. And he it was a blast and I was dying to get into real estate myself. So I finally left GM late 09, started trying to help David, but he didn't seem, seem to need my help. So therefore <laughs> I ended up getting my license. <laughs> That's so cool. And I'm sure, I mean, all those years um, at GM, you know, you were, you were, you had a lot of responsibility. You probably learned a ton about business and leadership, um, has that served you and, and helped you as you've grown your real estate career? Absolutely. I was 29 and a half years of training to become a realtor. Wow. During that's my great. time at GM, because from negotiating with the union, because I was primarily in plants in, in the factory, um, trying to create win wins, you know, making things other people's ideas, you know, because that's how you get things done, but also just learning about people that was uh, critical and how to serve people as a leader. So servant leadership is something that I've always embraced and tried to do, you know, to the best of my ability, because I know that more gets done through the team than through me. I love it. I love it. So let's talk about your team for a second. You know, I think when people hear that you sell, uh, you know, as much as you do, and what was your actual final number for 2020? I'm just curious. We ended at about 31.5. Okay, so you're doing you're doing you know thirty million plus in sales volume. For most people doing that volume, Donna, they got 
you know, five, 10 real estate agents on their team, you know, doing all kinds of stuff. <laughs> Don't tell everyone this. Don't tell. <laughs> right. Right. So, but, but your, your team is structured to what I, and I always refer back to your business. You have the team of the future. I really believe this because you run it sort of like a, a brain surgeon does because you are, you don't have a bunch of salespeople. How is your team structured? No. So the three of us are licensed. Brooke is newer. She joined us um, back in July and she's a rock star. So getting the right people on board is really key. My husband, David, I couldn't do any of this without him. He is a licensed realtor also, but David is really the extra 10% across the board on all of our deals. And I believe that that's how we continue to get repeat work is He's helping people with their water issues. He's helping coordinate contractors. He was just coordinating a contractor as recently as yesterday at a house for a couple gas leaks. He was working on the water issue at a house. So we're really hands-on. And then we have Kendra, who um, had a baby this past year. She's a new mama, but she is helping us from home. And she's coming in a couple days a week now. She does a lot of the background work for marketing and other things. Um, she's the one who creates our gifts. I've got mentioned on our last call, this cute popcorn thing we gave out at Christmas. I'm going to take this into the office because people were asking what this was, love but it. you know, gifting our clients, showing them we care. She helps yeah. with a lot of those kinds of things. I love it. So again, I, I, I um, kind of use your team structure as an example because all of these things allow you to spend your time building relationships with your clients. And then everything else has been delegated by great talent around you the same way a surgeon does. The surgeon isn't, you know, scheduling the appointment. They're not drawing your blood. They're not doing any of those things. They're doing the most critical things that the patient is relying on them to do, just like your clients are relying on you to do those critical things. Would you agree? Um, that is absolutely correct. Yeah. Like for instance, negotiations. Now I love negotiations. That's a lot of my background as working in the plant, being a yeah. plant manager. I think that negotiations is part of how we really do deliver quality of service to our clients, but also, you know, meeting the appraisers, doing things that maybe other agents don't do because we're trying to dot every I and cross every T to do the best possible job we can. But you're totally right. Uh, Dave and Brooke will show a lot of houses without me. Sometimes I'm there and sometimes I'm not. I try to be there on the first round. So people, we, I get to meet them. They get to meet me, but they can do a lot of that without me where I'm doing other things. But the three of us are together quite a bit. <laughs> yeah, no, that's great. And and I think that you, at least from my perspective, I think more and more uh, agents are going to go towards that model versus having 10, 20, 30 agents on their team and, and that whole thing. I mean, that's probably better for another conversation, but I think the team of the future is exactly the way that you're structured. It's it's lean, it's productive, everybody stays in their lane. And the best part is the client benefits the most. Mm-hmm. So um, where does most of your business come from? Let's jump into your business a little bit because that's the other part that I think is so special about your business. You have a business that Every realtor, Donna, the 1.6 million licensed agents in the United States wants. They want to do a whole bunch of business and they want it to all come from referrals. They don't want to talk to strangers. They don't want to prospect, which is fine. <laughs> right? Who does? 
So, so where does most of your business come from? And then we'll kind of talk about some of the strategies. Right. So about 85% of our business comes from people that know us and love us and they refer their people to us. So warm leads is absolutely where the bulk of our business comes from. Occasionally it's a call off of a sign. You know, occasionally we might've boosted a property and we get, might get a lead there, but those are the cold leads. So warm leads is definitely the bulk of our business. All right. So I want to unpack this for people. And, um, I want them to understand the lengths that you go through and your team goes through. You were starting to talk about that just a minute ago. I want to unpack this one thing at a time and kind of talk through what it's like being uh, in Donna Sanford's database. What is it like being in relationship <laughs> with Donna? You know, because I think it's important because one thing I say all the time, I know you're a huge believer, is people don't care how much you know until they know how much you care. And when I think of that, you come top of mind. So can you walk us through step-by-step what your team's doing to build these relationships so that they feel compelled to pay it back to you? Yeah. Especially when you start with, let's start with a warm lead. Um, We've gotten a couple recently and, and I do track, you know, how do I know I track them? You know, last week we got six warm leads, which is awesome. So far this week, actually, we got one as recently as last night. We have four. Um, one wow. of these four was from a sign called the other three are warm leads. And so the, why do they come in or why do people come back? So last night, Cameron writes me, he goes, Donna, you know what? Caitlin and I got married. It was his girlfriend at the time when we helped him buy this house, been keeping in touch with him, which I'll explain how, but they're outgrowing the house. So it's time for a new house. So it's time for them to buy and sell. Woo! Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Right. Why did he call us? Right. They say most times people don't remember their realtor. This closing was probably about three and a half years ago um, when we helped him buy. And he's in Berkeley. So many agents are sending him flyers and postcards and you name it. Right. Yeah. So we have the letter from the heart. And I talked about that in one of our more recent um, calls with Sarah. And I think Sarah and Jen grabbed a few examples of my letter from the heart. Um, I just finished one literally. So there's 635 that are in our database that I'm going to be sending letters out to. And so of those 635, some are future clients or hopefully they're people we think that are going to buy and sell. Some are family and then the rest are past clients. And so we have this process where every two months we're sending them something. Mm. The other thing we try to do um, on birthdays always, we used to do the cookie, but then with COVID that all changed prior to COVID, I would send a birthday cookie Okay, pack it up, send it out with a handwritten note to to the top people in my database. The other thing is um, it's the keeping in touch with them, even if we haven't closed. So this is a process I'm going through right now, literally, where I have written here from my letter from the heart database. And if you can see this, there's little check marks. I'm going through from A down and I'm calling people. Mm. My gosh, you know, it's been five years since you bought your house. Yeah. Um, cause these people might be ready to sell again soon. Right. Sure. So we can't forget about all of our history and, um, making these calls is hard. Yes, Brandon, it is. There's, there's, it's hard for me. It, sometimes people think, Oh my God, you've got it so easy. You have this database. Yeah. But guess what? You've got to feed it. <laughs> yeah. You got to nurture it. You have to, you got to call these people. You have to, you know, send a little gift, you know, in our letter from the heart twice a year, we'll send a Starbucks card, a little $5 card. 
that might put a smile on somebody's face, you know, so um, keeping in touch with them. I don't do a lot of videos, but my current coach is making me. You guys have seen my recent videos. Oh my God, the last one. <laughs> and we're all still laughing about it because when you go Facebook live, it's oh, live. Yeah. I mean, you, you get a side, you know, unflattering view of your face. You get all kinds of things going. On. I thought you did great. I thought you did great. And if, and I agree with your coach, I'm trying to get all of our agents to start doing more video. And if they do, their business is just going to, it's going to, it's going to continue to grow. So, so you're doing more content, which is great. More content is something I'm personally working on, but the blocking and tackling to me is making the calls. I keep track of my calls and I told um, Sarah, I'm going to go over this thing called the greatness tracker Yeah. on one of our calls with her on the real estate roundtable. I think it's called. And then the other thing I'm going to teach people is about this thing called the lead tracker. That's how I know where all my leads come from is I keep track yeah. and there are different categories for these leads. And so who, who are your VIPs? Those people are going to get more gifts and they're not super expensive gifts. You know, like this popcorn thing all in there's candy in here. There's um, a movie night for Redbox, And so it doesn't have to be expensive, but we did deliver those to everybody's house. And when I say we, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> yeah. Dave and Brooke did most of it. Brooke loaded all the addresses into showing time to create like the sequence. Yeah. And then we, you know, that's, that's how we try to stay on track and, and do it in the most productive way possible. My daughter and I also delivered a bunch. We did like the Northville and some of the further out ones. Um, so that is, you know, delivering a box to someone's house kind of shows that you care. Right. Yeah. And so I think that's part of the I care message to keep the warm leads coming. The other part, though, is while we're under contract with them, that's important. So we're we're calling them at least every week, if not more. They're coming up with questions. So new buyers that we had referred to us, um, they came from, where'd they come from? They drove from Oregon. Okay. Really sweet couple. They're going to buy in Lake Orion. We've, we've gone extra times to the house for them. It's empty, thankfully. We have, um, I just sent them an insurance company number. I sent them an appliance company number because they need a fridge and a stove. Um, you know, we're, we're trying to do all these extra things for them to show them how much we care. I love it. All right. So you just said a whole bunch of great, valuable things. I kind of want to unpack that a little bit. So first thing you said was you track it. You, I get the feeling that Donna Sanford and Associates treat that business like an actual business. So many realtors get their license, and you know this as well as I do, and they don't do that. So, you know, is you guys are, are, are probably on a PL, you've got a CPA, you've got a, you've got you're, you're tracking your expenses. You know, the importance of of treating it like a real business. What advice would you give to realtors out there to get to motivate them to start really taking this seriously, to start tracking things? Because I'll tell you, if you asked, you know, a hundred thousand agents, ninety-nine thousand don't track anything. So what advice would you give them in the value uh, you've had in your business by tracking things in the, in the first place? Yeah. Uh, when I first started, I hated tracking anything. In fact, one gal at KW when we were there, she was tracking her leads. And I think she got it from the core uh, where I'm being trained. And I'm like, I would never have the time to do that. 
I am too busy. Yeah. And, and I was busy, yeah. you know, because early on it was just me and an assistant, you know, before we grew. And I was working till 2 a.m. I mean, I was too busy to do a lot of things, too busy. Yeah. But the reality is once you, this isn't something extra you do, like this tracking I'm going to do on the greatness tracker. And I've already started my calls today. You know, that was Monday, did all my calls. Now we're on Tuesday. Um, you do it as you go. And the most successful I've been at this is as I'm doing them, I'm writing them down, literally trying to keep track as I go. And I have to do this because I'm being held accountable. So accountability is the number one thing, really. That's right. My accountability coach makes me, I have to fill this out. If I don't, I will be fined. It's kind of, um, I sign up to be fined. I pay money to be fined. Well, hold on. Let's let me pause you because the value, oh my gosh, I mean, you just gave me goosebumps. I mean, I wish that I could just bring, I wish you could ride along with me as they ride along with you every day and have all these conversations that I have with realtors. Because here's, watch the parallel, everybody that's going to watch us in, in the future. 29 years you worked at GM. What happened to you or any of your teammates if they just decided to not show up to work? What would GM do, Donna, every time without exception? Yeah, you will be addressed. That's right. And if you did it too many times, what would happen? You're gone. You're gone. So now we get our real estate license, the the the, the magic four numbers that cause us all the trouble, 1099, right? We're independent <laughs> contractors. And guess what? We have no more accountability. That is our problem. So I couldn't agree with you more. Accountability is something that we have to seek out, embrace, and to your point, pay for because we're not employees anymore. And so humans left on our own, we're not going to do the work, period, period. So, so I love the fact that you talked about accountability. Yeah. I, my coaching thing is everything for me. Yeah. There's times I've wanted to quit it. Sure. Okay? Because the way it makes me have to do what I'm supposed to do, <laughs> yeah. well, I'm no different than anyone else. There is a grind to this. Yeah. You've got to do it every day. You've got to make calls every day. You've got to see people every day break bread once a day, um, track your leads, do a video, which is the hardest one for me. Yeah. Um, have an event, you know, you name it all of, and then write thank you notes. That's the other thing I do. Like Cameron who called me last night, he's getting a thank you note today. Yeah. Um, Rich who referred someone to me yesterday, he's getting a thank you note. And now I'm sending a thank you video too. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, I love those videos. They're so yeah. awesome. That's what I keep telling myself. I love videos. Love them. That's a great affirmation. It's a great affirmation. What you, what you put in your brain yeah. is what you start to believe. Now, I still might be faking it until I make it. Yeah. I'm, I'm loving videos so much. But yeah. um, but it is something that every time I used to hang up from a call and think, oh, my God, that was so hard. But now I say, oh, my God, that was so easy. Yeah. That was so easy, right? You got to keep telling yourself this. Yeah. Well, the thing I hope everyone's taking away from this is you are playing the game at the highest level. I mean, you are amongst the top 1% of every real estate licensee in the world at your volume. That's the truth. That's the fact. And what they're hearing you say is everything they hear every day, but it goes in one ear and out the other. You know, make your calls, do all these things that are the fundamentals of the business. And I think there's for a lot of different reasons, but like, you know, what's easy to do is easy not to do. You're doing everything that you say you're doing. So now let's talk about the call. You know, you know, I screamed from the mountaintops, the importance of hand-to-hand combat, Mm -hmm. calling people, 
and going on appointments, calling people, going on appointments. Like that is the baseline if you're going to win in this business. So talk to us about the call because here's the, the thing that I get, Donna. Well, Donna, I, I don't, what am I going to say? I don't want to beg for business and it's so weird. I don't want to be salesy. So can you walk us through how these calls go for you and what your mindset is and how the conversation goes? I mean, I will just repeat all the things you said. I'm the one who wants to say that too. I yeah. don't want to be salesy. I'm not great. No, no, I'm getting great at asking <laughs> for business. Right? Yeah, <laughs> it it's a it's a habit. And so what I'm doing for myself right now, and I'm I I have to do this because my coach. One of the things on this um, tracker, if you see, there's some little green dots. I don't yeah. know if you can see dots. I can see them now. Yeah, little green dots. I because he said so, Patrick. I have to mark a dot every time I ask for business. And at least half of my calls, I have to ask for business. So guess what? I'm asking for business. Well, here's, <laughs> here, yeah, here's the truth. The truth is there's two things here. One, we get in life what we have the courage to ask for. I think you'd agree 100%. Yep. Number, number two, I think you'd also agree that not only does the coach want you to do these things, but it's of these things that you're successful, not yeah. the other way around. Would you agree with that? No, totally. And yeah. like you said, Brandon, it's the whole asking part is we do a great job for people. Yeah. And they tell us that. And there's no reason they should not want to refer us, but they just don't think of it. That's right. So one of my hard conversations the other day was this guy, Rich, he was the executor of an estate He's kind of a cheap guy. Like he fought us on the 395, you know, he's, he's a commercial broker. So he's got a different mindset. Mm. So I did the call seeing if he'd like us to send him the settlement statement. Right. Yeah. And he said, yeah, that'd be great. He goes, by the way, while I have you on the phone, you know, I'm thinking about listing my house by owner. <laughs> great. <laughs> because send, just send saw, him to Brandon, send him to just, Brandon. I'll take care of him. He just told us what a great job we do. Right. Yeah. <laughs> he goes, but I'm thinking about doing a different way of, Letting a few local agents know it's kind of like a pocket listing. They can just bring someone. I'm like, Rich, if they just randomly had a client that matched your house, you're getting the word out to two people. Okay. That that's not how you're going to get yeah. the biggest bang for the buck. I mean, the truth is the open market is where you're going to get the best top dollar and a great agent with the marketing, et cetera, negotiations. It's going to help you with that. Yeah. And so he goes, well, would you like to come out and give us some comps? I'm like, absolutely. We do this yeah. complimentary. I'd love to come out. I know his house is not very updated, you know, but bottom line is we're chit-chatting. And I said, he said, well, again, you guys did such a great job. I said, well, you know, we really appreciate it. That's how our business is built. And, you know, if you have even one person in the next year that you hear talking about real estate, and we would be honored if you would send them our way. So strong. So guess what? Not last night, but Sunday night, he calls at like 7.35 PM. Wow. Like, wow. What is going on here? We just talked on Saturday, I think it was. So he goes, yeah, you know, Donna, one of my old friends, George, who used to be um, an OBGYN doctor in Birmingham. Yeah. He's looking at coming back to the Clarkston area. He'd like to be on a lake. He'd like this. He'd like that. I'm like, Wow. Well, we would be honored, right? Yeah. So, and then he he introduces us via text yesterday. So I got to talk to George yesterday. Hear what his needs are, and and I don't think he would have called us 
had I not planted the seed to say, even just one referral over the next year, you know, we would be honored. So come up with words that make it feel okay for you, right? It was already easy because he was saying what a great job we did. And we did. I mean, on that house, <laughs> David did a lot of work. Yeah. <laughs> we brought the buyer. And we brought the buyer on that one, but there was a lot of work that we needed to do. David spent some time there um, and he was grateful. Yeah. You know? And that's the thing. I mean, you don't have to be what, what you and I are suggesting to the real estate agent community is how to position yourself to earn referrals without yeah. being pushy, without yeah. being the annoying person, without, without being salesy. And yeah. you nailed it. It's, it's how we ask. It's not, it's not a debate on whether or not you should, or you should not. It's how and how you deliver it and you and, and positioning in that in a way where it's coming from a place of, of serving right? And not convincing. Uh, and then the other thing is you're exactly right. Most people don't, they just don't think to refer us clients, you know, they'll say things like, oh my gosh, Don, I, I just, I guess I didn't think about it, you know? So it's our job to make the calls, to send the letters, to have the events, to stay top of mind. So when our people are out there doing, going through life and they hear the word real estate, their articula, uh, their their um, reticular activator in their brain goes ding 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 ding. Donna Sanford, Donna Sanford, Donna Sanford. Oh, you got to talk to Donna. You've got to talk to Donna. And so, all right, let me let me just kind of change subjects. That's really really good stuff. So everybody watching is like, okay, this is great. You're giving me some tactics. I've got to communicate with the database. You know, I think the thing that people have a hard time with Donna is like, okay, fine, I'll go deliver popcorn stuff to my entire database. They're addicted to instant gratification. They say, Donna, I didn't get any referrals. This crap doesn't work. What would you tell people about being patient, about the, the, um, the compound effect, that things take time, that you cannot be addicted to instant gratification? What is your thought on that? Yeah, yeah I love instant gratification when <laughs> it occasionally occurs. Right. And yeah, this is a long-term strategy. In fact, in my latest letter from the heart, um, I was referring to Kobe Bryant and his passing. Mm. You know, it gives me chills right yeah. now about it. And his mentality of you don't do it one month or two months. You do it three, four, five, six, yeah. seven, eight, nine, ten 10 years oh. to really be great. 10 years. Who really wants it bad enough? You know, he wasn't the star when he was born. You know, he worked himself to develop greatness. Absolutely. And so it is a long-term strategy. Now take take Cameron, our buyer, or who's going to now want to sell and buy. He knew we worked hard to get him that house. It was a multiple offer situation. We were, I mean, doing our best to win over the lovely seller who thought the prior people who came were the right ones. And we're, she was probably in her 80s, so she didn't leave the house and we're saying all the right things to build up this young couple. And we ended up winning and uh, it was even up between us and the clients before us. It's always nice to be, you know, sometimes it's nice to be second so you can try to clear things up. But he then for three and a half years now, I've been sending him the letter from the heart. Right. And he's gotten that $5 Starbucks card twice a year. Yeah. So he thinks about Donna, Right. Now here it is. And then he did refer someone. He referred John and um, um, that nice gal who bought Troy. So he referred a 
some, there were work friends. I think she had worked with him. And then, but here it is three and a half years later, I hadn't gotten any other referrals from him since that earlier referral. That's it right there. He's ready to sell and buy. And so just the fact that I've been keeping in touch all these years, sending a little treat every so often, right? Yeah. And now it's paid off. People, you just gave me goosebumps again. You need to go back, rewind that and watch it again and watch it again. Is it safe to say that the first time you sent out 50 letter from the heart letters that your phone just didn't start blowing up with referrals? Right. You sent how many how many letters do you think if you just guessed that you had to that you were sending this gentleman over three and a half years? How many touch points? How many events was he invited to? How many how many times did he hear from Donna before anything happened uh, in return for your business? Roughly, how many touches? Two dozen to three dozen, maybe over three and a half years, people before you 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 got him to to introduce you to somebody, and that's the point we're talking about. The law of the harvest is so critical. So let's talk about people when they're first starting out. Okay, this is the hardest thing for all these new people coming into the business. They're watching this. They want to be like Donna. They want a big business, and they want it to be by referral. What did you do? when you started, because it didn't start this way. And, you know, I guess, yeah, what did you do? And I got a follow-up question after that. It's a a great question because one of the expressions I I really think is valid is everyone wants to be great until the time comes to do what greatness requires. Oh, so good. I that up. Someone else did, some very smart person. And when I first heard that, I'm like, oh my God, yes. Everyone wants to be great. Over the many years, so many people have asked my advice and I share openly. I'm an open book. I, I'd like to share with people. I want everyone to be great. I want everyone to achieve what they want to achieve. And there's plenty for all of us to That's have right. that. There's plenty out there. And so when I first started, I didn't have a lot of tools. It was all just the school of hard knocks. You know, it started with friends and helping friends find a house and did a little farm because they wanted a certain sub. So I accidentally did a little farming, didn't even know it was called farming. <laughs> you know, it was all sort of hit or miss. Had I been able to hit the ground running better, my first big aha was, of course, this book that I've spoken about time and again. In fact, Brandon, when you came to KW, did I mention this book to you oh, guys? 100%. It was our first one-on-one. Yeah. And I also had those words of affirmation, you know, that's right. back when, when Brandon was new, it's It's a book that some people are going to read and they're going to take action. I did. I read this book and I took action. And so so it's, it's a great book. It's your coach, but this coach can't hold you accountable. You need a real person, you a real human being who you want to impress someone that you admire. You know, I want to impress my current coach. He's one of my favorite coaches. I had him one other time. I'll have him for six months. That's how this process works. I have two favorite coaches. He's one of them. And I want to impress him. So everything he tells me to do, I don't question it. I just do it. Even though I'm like, oh my God, I got to do what? Yeah. (laughs) I got to put a dot every single time I ask for business. So he knows when I've asked for business and it's because it's the right thing, right? Making me do this is the right thing. And I'll eventually, it'll become a habit for me. I won't say it's a habit yet, yeah. but I'm getting a little better at asking every time I bring that thing up, you know, trying to ask it in a new way, trying to figure out a way that's not all salesy. Um, the best time to ask is when people are telling you how great you are. 
Yeah, exactly. Right? They're like, wow, you guys are so awesome. I'll totally refer you to everybody. And they always say that. Right. Do they? Right. I have to help a little, you know. That's good. And I just made a video this morning on my Instagram saying the exact same thing. Like we have to do things whether we feel like it or not. We've got to stop operating our businesses out of emotion and start doing the work regardless of how we feel. So knowing what you know now, and let's pretend for a second, you know everything you know now. You go back and you become a brand new real estate agent again. What are some things that people watching this could benefit from that you would do differently personally? Mm -hmm. Well, a lot of what I first did, I would still do. I used to preview a lot of homes, empty ones. So I don't good. want to put anyone out. But when you choose your market, you got to know what's on the market. So when someone calls you, like, like when um, this George called me the other night, okay, the, the, or we talked, was it last night? And he was the referral from Rich from a couple of days ago. He's talking about different lakes in Clarkston, and I know all of them. And then I could even tell him where this one house is situated compared to Lake Angeles, which was one of his questions. And I was talking about the different lakes. And, and then he had said, well, there was another one. Wamega. I'm like, oh, Wamega, we know people over by Autumn Shores. Yeah, you know, yeah. the are over there, et cetera. So I sound like I know what I'm talking about because I actually do know what I'm talking about in this case. Sometimes yeah. I don't know as much, but I'm still talking. Yeah. You know, I'm still, I've got a point of reference for a lot of things because I have been around so many different communities across the county and the surrounding counties that I guess I do know quite a bit now. But the way I got there was previewing houses, especially so the empty ones, right? You so, started mastering the market from the beginning. Yeah, you got to know your content, right? To be yeah, credible. Yes. So that's one thing is choose your area and then become an expert in that area. Know all the streets, know what's where. You've got to get have a basis of something that makes you sound credible, okay? And then, of course, you focus on your sphere. There are people that know you and love you. Find those people, okay? Yeah. And, and start that letter from the heart. My first letter from the heart, which Jen and, and Sarah took, I said, the first one's important. You're going to start off saying, in my case, apologizing for not keeping better, better and better in touch. Sure. And I started mine in December of 13, and I've been going ever since. But for the new folks, when I was new, it's your introduction that, you know, about your passion for real estate and you're seeing some success, you know, and you're not asking for business in the letter necessarily because you can't ask for business in a letter. I mean, sure. you can write stuff, but we all know that's not like what's really going to do it. You yeah. have to um, call those folks, try that's to right. have a coffee with them, try to have a Zoom meeting with them. Um, and you might ask them for a favor that if they hear of anyone talking about real estate in the next 12 months, would you would you honor me by referring them to me? I'll take great care of them. Those are the kind of things you've got to say either on the phone. You can sometimes do it in an email if you're leading with the giving hand, if they're getting something kind of a reciprocal thing. Um, but you have to start with that letter from the heart. It's great. It's great advice. It's great advice. And and everybody that's going to watch this, you know, I just cannot, we, we both, I think, cannot stress enough that you hear these things time and time again, you've got to do the work. There's no way you're going to win in this business by not doing things that cause you pain. Would you agree, Donna? Like that's the thing people keep trying to avoid it at all costs, avoid the call avoid the letter, avoid the meeting, avoid the event, avoid everything, but I still want to win. It's exactly what you just said. Everybody wants greatness until it comes time to do what great people do. So what is the goal? Last question for you guys. 
you know, uh, what is what does it look like for your team moving forward into 2021 and beyond? It always makes me a little nervous because we set these big goals and I'm part of me is like, oh, my God, how are we ever going to do that? I feel like we're off to kind of a little bit of a slow start this year compared to other years, but I'm not going to worry about the outcome. I'm going to keep doing these things because I know That's these fun. things are going to work. We would love to hit 35 million this year. Um, we, and, and I do want to do a, a quick shout out to Tom Tersini. Tom, you put a huge smile on my face. You did what we talked about. You sent out those settlement statement letters. You gave something to people. You provided a service. And in return, you got a lead, right? If everyone knew that I would get one lead if I just do this one thing, who wouldn't do that? Just Amazing. for the one lead, right? Doing that act wasn't that hard. In my case, I called the people first and asked if that would be helpful, right? So it gave me a chance to talk to them because I'm leading with the giving hand and provide a service for them. And almost all, but I think two people wanted us to send that to them. And then when you send it to them, you have a second opportunity to say, if you think, if you hear of anyone talking about real estate in the next 12 months, you know, we'd be honored to serve them. So it's giving you these opportunities. Um, and the fact that Tom took the ball and ran with it and had immediate success, it just shows how we just need to take action. I love it. I love it. Well, Donna and, and, and associates, right? Uh, you guys, thank you guys so much for spending some time with me this morning. Uh, I know that the real estate agents that watch this will be forever grateful because it's people like you guys that pour back into the industry that uh, that motivate these agents to stick with it, to keep building their business, even if they're they're in pain now. And so Donna, thank you guys so, so much. It's our pleasure. Anytime. Awesome. Thank you guys. Have a great day. All right. Thanks. Take, Take care. care. For more tips and advice on how you can grow your business, be sure to follow Brandon on YouTube and Instagram at Brandon Mulrennan.